On this week's Backyard Therapy, I, Gray, one of the hosts, is doing the intro. We took a week off this was recorded last week before Christmas, so Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to everybody out there. We kind of dive into reminiscing about the holidays and chatting about different things that interest us during this time and some of our favorite gifts growing up and dive into some awesome listener questions from you all. Bailey will be back next week to do our usual intro, but for now... Here's Backyard Therapy. Yeah. Ryan, I've gotten about a thousand text messages. The listeners want to know, how was the Taylor Swift album? Was it worth oh, the wait? Oh, the Evermore. Yeah. Evermore's good. Yeah. I, I like it. It's not as good as Folklore, in my opinion, which is a big debate online. But, is it? Um, as it, feels, le- it feels... Which is more? And I have more? this feeling... I have this... Um, which one what? I said, which is more? Folklore, I think, is more <laughs> than ever more. Okay. Um, What's the Raven say? Quote, remember Raven used to say that? I, I fucked with Raven. I loved Raven in WCW. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like WCW a lot. Dude, AEW now yeah. is doing it. They're doing it big. Are they? Yeah. They got yeah. Sting. Who runs that? Uh, Goldust? Tony, Tony Khan. Okay. Oh, um, Tony Khan runs it, but Cody... Tony Khan Rhodes, and Cody right? Cody Rhodes. Yeah. yeah. Which uh wrestling video game did you like better? Like WCW or the WWE? WCW, oh, WCW Revenge by f- well WCW Revenge the was best the best one. No, the be- but the best one, the on best 64? game on 64 was No Mercy, WWE. I, I liked Maybe. Smack, but that was fun. SmackDown. What was the original one with Farouk and Yeah, it was something like Rock. SmackDown. Yeah. I think it was it had Steve Austin on the front. I think it was SmackDown. Dude, WCW was my Warzone. Ooh, maybe it was Warzone. Revenge was so dope because you could create your own person or like customize like their skill sets or what they were wearing. Cheats were on point. Yeah, cheats were great. You could change their names. So like you could make these uh, the obscure wrestlers who had these dope ninja uniforms or something. Name them whatever you want and then customize the colors and they were awesome. The fighting was really cool. It was like the only game I remember that actually incorporated those um yellow c directional buttons on the left of the 64 controller well, no mercy did all that stuff too after, I, I, after it, the fact but after yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i'm saying it was like it was just the first game i remember and like most distinct game i was like man they really made but it was the same company that made revenge made no mercy. well that makes sense but so yeah. but they just made it they just yeah made it better, i remember they also had more time so i remember revenge. revenge i just I, it was probably no nostalgia. revenge was dope as fuck because you it had like had it broken down into like it had like the japanese wrestlers like they had their own screen and like i didn't know who any of those people were and it was a total just yeah. like, hey, we have this connection with New Japan, and here's their wrestlers too. And I was like, I don't know who these people are, but they look awesome. So Taylor Swift. Um, Folklore <laughs> is really good. It's one of my favorite records. It's probably really? top three or four favorite records of 2020. Um, oh, wow. But Evermore has some good songs on it, and it's good. I just wish, and I have this with a lot of artists, I wish she would have just taken, instead of making Evermore sound like the songs that weren't good enough for Folklore, I wish she would have just taken however many like 30 songs she made, made the best album and make, between yeah, give the, me two. the 12 best of the mix and just the put Wayne on one dilemma. or like justin timberlake when he put out 2020 part two yes. yeah it's yeah. very similar actually and 2020 then, part two had like two or three songs that were better than some of the songs on the first record but overall the first overall, record the first was better record was way better but it's just like give me the one record that's just both that's but got it's the- also the same thing where timberlake changed his vibe to be outdoorsy on this other album well that too. was a f- kind of a failure though well, I'm not saying it's hers Swift. is a failure at all, but it's the same, like, I'm going to step into that realm of how my music's going to sound. The problem is thing. streaming incentivizes mm. 
dropping not taking your time just dropping songs no no it's the same thing i mean you call it the low wayne dilemma i call it the drake dilemma because i feel like every album drake releases now is way too long for sure give me for the sure. give me the 12 best songs for sure you know well uh the reason i called it that is because wayne's album albums, i know he would released like 12 albums a year that <laughs> will and they would always leak his stuff would always leak so it'd be like man if we could have had the best 14 songs out of the 25 that were considered for this it would have been the best project ever. well and it was that missed money at that time or is it actually like the best thing that could have happened no at that I, time? I, I, and it was it kind of was because he was the only artist that kind of got that treatment where it was like oh man this leaked it's supposed to be on the album he's the best rapper in the world right now he's amazing it's coming out check this shit out like that's how it felt you felt like you were on the underground when you listened to the leaked little wayne shit there's just so much incredible content that he didn't get a dime off of you know what i mean just like probably 50 mixtapes they played um playing with fire by um the rolling stones on espn the other day and i forgot that that was on lil wayne's album and yeah. it great sound. had millions and millions of listens and all that and it got taken off mm. it's crazy whoops yeah so. you know what's weird is that um so for christmas uh Hanukkah, whatever you want to call it, um, the holiday, it ha- the holiday season. Yeah, uh, the one of our roommates, our roommate Tom, got Bo and I vinyl records, and he got Bo System of a Down's Toxicity, and he got me Kid Rock's uh, Devil Without a Cause. Mm. Excellent. And uh, how'd that feel? Bo we, won we, that one. By the way, <laughs> oh, I just I used to fuck with that Kid Rock record. So, it was super so good. much. It was not good. It's not good at all. We listened to it all, and like it reminded me of what you guys were saying about Entourage, and just this, it was Does like, oh god, only god knows well. why. Do what? Yeah, I have only that's got. a great song. It is a great song. The first, the first, yeah, first auto tune jam. God, so good. Um, but I also can remember that song "American Badass" from Kid Rock was not on that album. America Bad. It yeah. was on the next album that he made, mm-hmm. which was like a compilation uh, of his old shit. Anyway, was right. Cowboy on this one? Cowboy is Cowboy on the one. Yeah, that one. dude, Bob to Bob, Cowboy. Uh, okay. Only God knows Ooh, why. That's dude. That album's that's pretty dominant. It's certified classic. Let's let's not get it twisted. Well, that's there's three he, monster well, that's, well, hits on there. There's three. Yeah, but then the rest of the album is bad. I, I, I kind of want to listen to the rest. Right. Of it. But I, I used no to. But I used to love. It. I used to. I knew. I still know every word. I was singing along with it. And as I was singing, I was like, Oh God, this is awful. See, what's funny is now. Back then, I liked Kid Rock more than System of a Down. And then as I got older. I was like, God, System of Down. Uh, of all the bands I want to come back and be mm. relevant, influential, Rage Against the Machine and System of I was Down. I say Rage Against the Machine. They, yeah. yeah. They, Those System two. of Down just put out two new songs. Yeah, I need, I, I need them. Yeah, system of Down still, good, system of, the thing with System of Down, I feel like made good music. For what no, the, did, for what the, the music thing. was, it was good. Kid Rock didn't really make good music. What's funny is uh, Roosh sampled uh, System of a Down song on one of his albums, and it still gets us paid to this day oh yeah <laughs> it's like millions of streams a month sometimes the aerials uh toxicity, toxicity. that's yeah. right i can't remember i had that toxicity song. in yeah. the the walkman with the big earphones sitting yeah, in the back dude. of the car just spinning it i was all about system of the Down. but like the crazy thing was when we were listening to american badass which was on the next album by kid rock he referenced back to the album that he released the one that i got on vinyl and he has the line where he goes, I'm going platinum selling rhymes. I went platinum seven times. And I was like, that record went yeah. sold seven wow. million copies. See, I that's think, insane. That's making me. dough too. I think because this Taylor Swift record that came out last week, it sold, I mean, it's quote unquote sold like 250,000 and it was number one by miles. Dude. Yeah. I mean, NSYNC did a million in a day. You remember that for I, No Strings Attached? That was, I think one of the last, I think Adele's last record sold a million overall. In a week. 
But like that was the last record to sell a million, I think. So mm, uh, Carter Three question. did one point two in June of two thousand eight. I'll just Don't never forget it. June tenth, if you're that <laughs> curious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. I wasn't there, but that definitely that time. I I think that period of music is like the steroid era of baseball in terms of sales. <laughs> Those artists are so influential and so rich, based off a system that just. There were only a handful of people you could listen to. It was either you liked what was in front of you or you switched a genre, so to speak. You know, you didn't just go sounds like this into into a rabbit hole until you found a playlist of shit you like that you could keep on a repeat. You know, it's wild how it's diversified. And I, I mean, I, I, I talk about or I, I don't talk about necessarily on this podcast, but um, I've talked about, you know, if you could go back any time period and do anything like what would it be? It'd be like, obviously go back, invest in Apple or something like that, or go be a bank robber when they don't have, aren't testing for DNA, that whole John Mulaney <laughs> bit, right? <laughs> Fuck that dude. I want right. to be a pop star in the late and mid to late nineties. That's where Just it's know the formula at, of Yeah. Like look what? at Mariah Carey. Look at Justin Timberlake. Look at Eminem. Look at these people. Look at Britney Spears. Oh my like, God. Go ahead. We were talking about that Kid Rock album, and we were talking, just going through all the like shit from that area. Like, what, do we, what should we get next? I think mm. I think uh, Black Parade's next on my list. But anyway, oh, um, excellent, excellent. We were talking about how we don't have Eminem, and I've never been a big Eminem fan. I know you guys really like Eminem a lot, but um, when I was never big was into fine. Eminem. I'll and tell you what. I just go, thought go. it was interesting that I was like, I, I don't fuck with Eminem that much. We probably will never have him on vinyl. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that when Devil Without a Cause by Kid Rock came out was like a year before eminem popped off big time uh, yep hmm. eminem's on that album he has a verse is <laughs> he's he really? featured on the album wow. and as we were well, listening to it the other night Detroit, right yeah because yeah. they're both from detroit i see and as we were listening to the album i was like that's fucking eminem we're listening to him that's right crazy. now what year did it come out 98 yeah I think. every bit of but some shady op was 96 right no, way after that oh i think it was uh, i'm feeling we're like we're gonna fight i want to say marshall mathers lp was I'm going to say that was 99. 2099, Because I remember that was the one that leaked. Slim Shady LP is a second studio album. Oh. And major label debut by American rapper Eminem released on February 23rd, 1999. Oh, so. Nine. Wow. That was his first big, that was his first big one, right? What I think about Eminem, you said it was 99 was? Yeah. Wait, was the EP? Hold on. I'm going to figure this no, out. You guys good. can tell me. You guys can tell me. I guess uh, my name is, is what I'm thinking of, but I guess it would have been around then. The Marshall Mathers yeah. LP is synonymous with LimeWire and Kazaa for me. It is. Yeah. My name is was 99, and then Marshall Mathers LP, which had the Will of Real Some City Please Stand Up, was 2000. Okay. So Kid well, so Rock came out before that. Back to original that. point. Yeah, that is crazy. I saw... <laughs> uh, I mean, this has to do with this because that's the same time frame, but it was a tweet or a screenshot of a Tumblr comment or something like that, that <clears throat> the problem with everything today is that the millennium is always going to seem not that long ago. It, it just broke us all like mm. our time referencing yeah. well like yeah. when you say 20 years ago you think it's the 80s but it's actually it was 2000 yes i still think it's the yeah. 80s when i say 20 years ago and it's no 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 no. it's <laughs> it's very much not that blew my mom's mind the other the other day when i was we were in the car and blink when a2 came on the radio and i was like this song's over 20 years old and she's like there's no way and i was like yeah it is it's 2020 <laughs> this song came out in 99 and she made her head almost exploded. 2021 under the bridge by the red hot chili peppers is almost 30 years old or something oh yeah. was it that old oh it's early 90s it's like 92 Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy that everyone thinks about like the late nineties internet bubble, but there was also like a huge music bubble that just exploded and changed everything. I was uh jamming Creed real hard this morning with Bailey because <laughs> <clears throat> we're both big fans and really proud of Scott Stapp for the moves he's big moves he's making in the cinema mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra, I can't believe that. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. Um It's crazy how easy it was 
back then to just bite someone's style totally and be successful, right? Like Pearl Jam, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Creed, they all had like that. Everyone, uh, this isn't a new take. Uh, Ken Jack on uh, Lights, Camera, Barstool actually said that everyone in the world probably has a Scott Stapp impression. And I thought about that and I was like, that's a pretty high rate that someone could take a, take a shot at it, right? There. But then you look at, yeah, Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, NSYNC, uh, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. It was insane. It wasn't, I feel like that wasn't, I feel like the Creed thing is more in line with what you're saying, but I feel like the, on the major pop side, it was more of, oh, this thing's popping off. We need another, we need our version of that. I agree. Which is, is different than like taking someone's styles. Literally, you're creating something based right. on that, I guess. It's kind of No, I, 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 okay, that's a fair How many hits does Creed have, though? I want to say two oh no 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 no, no, no. one what if oh what if is fantastic what if i'm from the scream soundtrack with arms, arms wide, wide open, open. Yep. okay that's the one i'm thinking breathe higher breathe yeah higher yeah um, higher those are the twos that I was man thinking. i was jamming it today i'm gonna pull up the greatest hits y'all can but also nickelback i almost i almost said the song from spider-man mm-hmm. but that was nickelback oh um arms wide open it was and then you knew fingers. you know who else had a good spider-man song dashboard, dashboard confessional. confessional yeah higher vindicated i'm selfish <laughs> Oh man, it's so good. So. so this actually, this is interesting because two things. One, um, Eve, remember Eve Six? Oh, have yes. you seen them on Twitter? No, Eve Six is on Twitter now, and Are it's like, a verified account. Okay, so it's really coming from the band in some form or another. It is literally at Eve Six, so it's like real. It's the right. verified account, but it's just shit. This dude who's running it is just shit posting. I don't know if it's actually the dude from Eve Six. One last breath is another Creed jam. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know if it's actually the dude from Eve 6 or not, or if it's just some kid they hired to run their account, but he's just shit posting and killing it online right now. Wow. He just posts things. He's like, the guy from Sugar Ray fucked my girlfriend once or something. What? <laughs> he just says crazy shit like that all the t- like 12 times a day. The Eve 6 Twitter account is incredible. They had two okay. of my favorite songs ever growing up. Ever. Uh, Tears of the Night is a yeah, great song. Yeah, Tears to the Night. And then um, Inside Out. I will swallow my pride. Yep. Inside I will Out. I on the run. Yep. Yep. Like the run. I won't sing anymore. <laughs> so the other thing I was going to mention, and this is. We don't. You can take this out if you. It might not be interesting. But there's this podcast that I listen to called Reply All. Have you guys listened to it? I'm subscribed, but I haven't listened. So there's an episode that's considered one of the greatest podcast episodes of all time of Reply All, where this dude and I won't super spoil it for. I kind of have to spoil part of it though. Well, there's a guy. It's kind of. It's an older. It came out in like spring. Um, There's a guy who writes into them and says, "I was in the car with my girlfriend and we were driving somewhere, and I started just singing the song that I've always just known. It's a song that's been stuck in my head." And I started singing it to her as a joke. And she's like, what's that song? And I couldn't remember who it was by. So I Googled it and I couldn't find it. And he's like, and I Googled more and I just couldn't figure out. I couldn't find the song, but I knew it was a song and I knew the lyrics. Like I've known it my whole life. Mm -hmm. And like he went, he started driving him crazy. He's like, I know what this fucking song is. I know it's a real song. I remember hearing it on the radio. So you having like a Mandela effect thing with it? Well, that's kind of what they get into is. Okay. Um, they they tell this crazy story of like this dude knows the song. He can't figure out what it is eventually it drives him crazy enough that he and he but he found another reference to the song online so he knew he wasn't the only like he's like some swedish guitar i I think that would make me feel insane too though right it was was on some crazy like swedish guitar forum he managed to find someone who mentioned the song but he also couldn't but they also didn't say right. what it was, just like the lyrics. Especially if you're not a musical person, right? But you could put something together musically that, like, obviously is well done so and should be known. So that's the crazy part, yeah. is that he writes into this podcast. This podcast has a huge budget, obviously. It's a major podcast. So they're right. able to bring this dude to L.A., assemble a band of musicians in a studio of just, like, local musicians. That are <laughs> and good. write the song? And they re-record the song based on this dude's memory of the song. Is and it good? 
And they go, well, hang on. They go, <laughs> my bad. They I'm go, John, I'm um, sorry for this loving dude's, this. This dude's memory of this song is so good. Like he, they're like, he remembered the bass part too well. And like the breakdown of the drums and they, he just knew everything. He wrote, and they started going, <laughs> is he fucking with us? Like, right. is he, is this a prank? Like, what's the point here? He, was he trying to debut a single? That's that actually would have been a great twist. No. <laughs> um, oh man. But they re-record this song in a way that's fucking perfect. I mean, the song is exactly how the guy remembers it, but they still can't figure out what the fuck it is. So then they send the demo to like all these records, people like all these journalists and like, uh, engineers and just like music mm-hmm. industry people. And they start interviewing them. And all these people are like, no, I just, I don't know what this song is. I've never heard this song in my life. So then they're going like, this is, and then, but then the other part of it is the hosts start getting the song stuck in their head so bad. They're like, I just sing it in my head constantly. Like is it becomes like a whole ring? thing. Um, <laughs> eventually they figure out through facebook somehow that they it's a real song they find the guy who wrote it he was like a one-man kind of like pop punk band in the late 90s mike hosty kind of well i think he had like well i think he was like the guy i mean he had like a suit like a a backing band basically and he was just like yeah i wrote this song rob christinger's 1990s boy band no you remember that i do okay um he was like no i had this band and i wrote some songs and one of them got really popular and it got demoed in a couple of test cities on radio stations and that's where this guy heard it he heard it on the radio in a test city but he's like it didn't really test that well and then they made they offered me a record deal but it didn't really work out but like this they were just talking about how this crazy era exists where that shit could happen yeah right and like it's true that this crazy like gray area of this song was big enough that it got made and put on the radio in big cities in certain big mm-hmm. cities, but it was completely erased from the internet. Like absolutely no trace of this song exists on the internet beca- until this podcast came right. out and like put it out there again. Damn. But like zero trace of the song existed online. Has that song? And like, it was a real song. Did they release it officially? Has it charted? The dude, they put it on, I saw it on a YouTube that had like a million views now, but do they need it, a manager? Yeah, right. <laughs> I used to do things. <laughs> That's crazy a cool that, story. Like this era existed yeah. where that could happen, where like a song could exist. Cause like I could fucking put a shitty song out and you'd be able to find it online. Right. Well, there were times. Yeah. I mean, there were times I'm sure you all did this when you would record the radio. Yeah. Right. Like, Oh yeah. With I would call in, a, I would call into KJ to hear the song I yeah. wanted to hear the one song to make my mixtape perfect. And then I yeah. want them to play. Well, I just let it ride. It. Sugar Ray just fly away was like, I'll, I'll never have a music moment. I just like want to fly. Yeah. Uh, is it, I just want to fly. Yeah. yeah. I'll never have fly a away with any Kravitz. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I just want to fly. Man, that song is mm. my favorite radio moment ever. I, I just remember being young as hell and that coming on and I'm just that like, that's my favorite song. I love playing Donkey Kong and listening to Sugar Ray. Oof. So I recorded it. Remember the version of Fly that had like the rapper on it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I just would play it on repeat. That's what I do now at my house. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Like I, that's like kind of like that's kind of fuck. peaking in the day right there. Have I progressed at all? Yes. I don't think so. Well, thank you. Thank you. That's that's back. kind of you you to say, Dan. Thank well, you. I wonder if it's the guy like he could have put it out at any point, right? Or did the, do they own the rights to that song so he couldn't put it I think out? I think after the record deal he was fell just out, like, I don't really apart, care he was kind of like, yeah, I don't really care about this anymore. I mean, he's still a, I think the story was he's still a musician, but he's a place for other people now. Mm. But just the fact that that song existed and was big enough to be on the radio, but then there was no trace of it on the internet was really interesting to me. Yeah, that but there was very, like this weird kind of early 2000s era, era where that could happen mm-hmm. oh i think that's fascinating yeah mm-hmm. if you went back and grabbed every single um blank mix cd that you ever made and just listened to all those songs there's probably 70 percent of them that you haven't even thought about oh completely actually today i made a playlist of like trash songs that i just have jogged in my head recently from that era i was just like 
I mean, I haven't heard that song in a while, and it's not going to fit on any other playlist. It's not going to fit in my monthly playlist. It's not going to fit in my running playlist. I need to just make a playlist just mm-hmm. for those songs. You know, it's wild. On my old mix CDs that I either just wrote like a word that was relevant or drew something on, I could not necessarily tell you what songs are on it in order. I could probably guess what songs are on it, but I could guess what song was coming next from most songs if I listened to that CD by, by just looking at it. You know, and, and once I get into it, I could be like, oh, it's going to go into this. Yeah. Because I overplayed the shit out of it. It would be like listening yes. to your favorite album Same. and you associate it. You know, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's song number five on this. Even having the six compilation. CD changer was like elite at the time. Mm-hmm. Like it was if you had one cool, nice. Right. If you right. had the sixer, you're in business. <laughs> you can plop, you know, whatever rotation Dude. you want in there. The Jag back in the day that you used to ride around yes, in, that had, had the, the six CD changer. <laughs> and if you hit a bump, it would like make your CD skip. Oh, yeah. You'd have like two, it, that the, was, two that you had to keep in there always, oh, yeah. just Don, in case. Dom Kennedy and then you uh, just from the West Side with Love it. Part 2 and the Carter 3, yeah. previously mentioned on. That was probably in there like six years. That's very podcast. Like, cool. Do you remember, um, when, did you guys ever burn like the MP3 CDs when that became a thing? Oh, totally, dude. When yeah. you could put 80 or 100. You could put hundreds onto a CD. Any way you could do, I think I had like 80 songs on one of them and they would just I put like my yeah. I would put like most of my music library on one, and then I would download like three more songs the next week. And I go, well, I guess I gotta make another one to add these extra three songs that weren't on last. But week. some things couldn't play them, you know, and so that was. Annoying. I know that was a big deal when I got the Walkman that could actually play those like data discs. It you mentioned Dan, um, the six disc, like when you could get that, that, that was super six cool. Disc. Six disc CD changer, um, seven clubs in one, seven times the fun. <laughs> <laughs> that that won you Sit that round, buddy. Um, it made me think of the question, yeah, something that I was going to ask you all. What are some of your favorite holiday gift memory, like growing up that you got around this time? Best gifts. Best, Best gifts. And one of mine was a CD player, and it was a 50-disc CD player. Baylor, do you remember that thing? 50. And 50. And so the speakers were separate, and then like <laughs> the console, it, it folded out, so it opened up, and it was like a Rolodex of CDs almost. Mm. And so it was awesome. So I would just have that on there, you know, load that thing with CDs and it would keep them good. I'd go to 37, play a little Richard. I'd go to 13 and play Creed. You know, I'd have mm. slots where it, whatever it was, it was super awesome. It was the g- gift that kept on giving because when I was older <laughs> and I came home from college and I was old, old enough to drink, but I didn't like drinking in front of my parents, I would put a beer or two in there and just kind of <laughs> hide it. So sneaky into the oh yeah it was like i mean oh. uh, a six by six width and height but depth was at least a foot and a half damn i mean it was like a 50 a, a, a round rotating thing the for cooler. enough for 50 <laughs> cds yeah wow. so i hit i hit beer in that when nice. resourceful yeah yeah, yeah. so it Best was a gift that kept giving i was psyched about that when i was like nine and then or like 11 whenever i got it and then when i was like 22 i was like this is tight because i haven't used this thing in years mm. so right. you know. i didn't drink with my parents but my parents loved it when i got drunk they thought it was That's hilarious awesome. <laughs> like i want to watch and see what he does but i just come home and be like midnight and they'd be like are you drunk and i'm like yeah and they just be like well, they'd like stay up and like talk to me and ask me questions yeah, about shit. yeah. yeah. like i wonder what his drunk personality is i hope it's okay yeah <laughs> mm-hmm what are some of uh, your favorite gifts growing favorite up, Dan? Gifts, man. This PlayStation One, Sega oh, Saturn, back to back years. Yeah, I was gonna go down that route too. Sega Saturn, then the PS One, and then I remember when I was a kid getting the big, like the I was really into Power Ranger stories that we discussed mm. previously, Dan. And I got like the like the full Megazord. Wait, I'm about to fall. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Keep going. I got the full Megazord one year. I mean, that was a big one when I was. I remember walking downstairs like seeing that under the tree. Um. 
and then like new bikes. I would get a new bike like every year, just about. Mm, that's a good one. Or new skateboards. I had the, like that. Oh yeah, the white uh, Power Ranger, the Falcon one. Yeah, dude, I had like the large one of that. Tommy, y'all, dude. I remember I, that one very specifically. I was I had Tom- a realist. I had like not realist. I was like Tommy a- for Halloween. You're what? Tommy. The green ranger. Oh, the green or the white though? The green. Hell yeah. Yeah. Early. <clears throat> Early. I'll have a good oh, actually I have a good story. Remember the, the saber that he had that had that would talk when he was the Dude, white ranger? So cool. I had one of those. Oh, just wow. the slick back now you're just, pony. Now you're yeah. kinda kinda showing off. The shoulder the That's gold shoulder cool. pads. Ready oh, yeah. to go. Uh so actually uh, one of my favorite gifts was uh I got a um set of clubs, golf clubs one time. Uh under the tree um from Santa. I was young enough, I was probably like Let's call it 17. seven, seven or eight. Right. And, uh, so I got the, the golf clubs and, uh, went out to a golf, like golf with my friends at the time oh, for yeah. like a camp. I think it was like a summer camp. And That's so we awesome. get out there, I got my new clubs and everything. Uh, we get out on like, I don't know, 13th right. hole, but you have like a instructor there with you. Who's like going through cause mm-hmm. you're so young. And so uh, he's like, here, let me get one of your balls for you. So he goes in there and he pulls out. It's this half drinking bottle of tequila. Wow. Yeah, that was in there. Because, and so whenever I got home, my mom was like, got that from a pawn shop, the wow. golf clubs. And had to I think you it told me that. Uh, oh, the story I thought, I thought, okay. <laughs> I thought you got it was already in there. It, yeah, was yeah, in, yeah, yeah. it was already in there whenever okay. she bought it, but it was from Santa. So I thought, like, it was your like, parents would put it in there to There's hide some it. really like, wh- like right. hoop, hoops. Is, of, is that how you found out? Well, I kind of knew at that point, oh, okay, but okay. it was like, I'm going to let this ride out. How, how did you find out? How old were you? <laughs> uh, probably right around that age, a little earlier. Uh, there was uh, these little cookie panda cookies that I got. Uh-huh. And I'm, one of my uh, others, oh, and they're great. They're yeah, delicious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was like my, I can't even remember. It was like, I can't remember who said it, but they were like, did you get the cookies yeah. that we sent you? And it was oh, shit. under the tree. Like, yeah, I guess just an extra gift from Santa. I was yeah. like, damn it. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> That's crazy. I was told at school. No little kids listen to this. Because I was, uh, I'm the oldest. I was just, you know, like, cool, why not? Why wouldn't I believe in this awesome thing? Like, why question this shit? It's great. It's a great system. You know? like That's a big thing right now. Yeah, I see a lot what, of people on different things of, like, deciding on what to do with their kids right now with that. And uh, we're full on in with Santa thing. Dude, Santa's too. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, what was I'm, it like? So, no Santa, right? Yeah, I never believed in Santa. I mean, I did some Christmases, but I never believed. They never. My parents were never like, "This dude's gonna come give you presents." Yeah. They would. They would. We would do like the milk and cookies thing, but it would, then we would just eat them. Yeah, she'd be like, "You're supposed to give these to Santa, but we're just gonna have these." I was over the moon for it. I was just like, "I was I too." Thought man. It was the coolest, most magical thing Ma- in the world ever. Ever. I, I was. I was. I was sold. Honestly, like complete hook, line, and sinker until I don't know third, fourth. I was old. Really, I loved it. I, I could I be wrong. It. I could be wrong here, but I feel like there's just not like many people in their like adult age third. who are like, ah, it's you know, I believe in Santa. That's why I'm so fucked up in the head. Yeah, it's right, like, right, right. I don't think it gets there. So I think that's. I a think fair it point. might as well have some magical years and have fun. I loved it. I remember there was one Christmas where apparently, by when I say I remember, I've been told repeatedly by my parents that we got. Uh, we went through all the gifts and everything was great. I, like I was super happy. Baylor and I were, it was the first Christmas that both Baylor and I could really enjoy it. Kind of like, I guess where Shiloh's at right now. Mm-hmm. And when we all got through it, we were like, 
awesome but what did santa get us because it, it was just like all from our parents or family and <laughs> stuff like that get for Christmas? and so they're like oh shit we A didn't write, we, we didn't put one card on there that said from santa so they went and <laughs> had to take my grandmother's gifts uh for us that year and Pull say it, yeah and say it was from santa and it was some like nintendo shit so that was a uh, that was a good memory. I got a Furby. <laughs> that was cool. Furbies were cool. They were they Furbies were highly were Tamagotchi. I had Tamagotchi. I had a Tamagotchi too. Did you? Tamagotchis were super tight. Yeah, they were yeah, super super tight. Um, I just what was knew. the other what was the other version of it? There was another Tamagotchi and something else. I can't remember yeah, what it was. What was that? I uh, cannot remember. Something pet. Digimon right? or something. Digimon. It was Digimon. Was it Digipet. No, it was Digimon. Well, digi- um, that's digital monsters, right? Yes, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought there's a, there's a Digipet, too. Yeah, yeah, that's a digital pet. Yes, but it's more <laughs> on the lines of the Tamagotchi. Uh-huh. Uh. Uh, Furbies were tight. Tamagotchis were tight. I had a, um, I had a Beanie Babies were tight. Beanie Babies. Baylor has <laughs> the Princess Diana Beanie Baby. Oh. That's... <laughs> That's a genuine reaction Ooh. at the old collector's item. Yeah. Won it from, was it Claire's? At Qu- or what was the store? The candy shop. Uh, I'll take it to the candy shop. Candyopolis. That's what it was. I Candyopolis. thought about Candyopolis two days ago. How yeah. I just want to just run through it. Oh, my God. You guys, you guys make fun of me every time I talk about how much I love the mall. That's not the mall that per se. Come I'm talking on, about man. just like we're not making fun of hell We're not making fun of early 2000s mall. That's it's iconic. It's the same mall. Is it? It's pretty much. It's, that's kind of the problem, though. Stop this! You're the one that's talking about how you <laughs> haven't. You're the one that's like, am I, am I the same? Huh? You're the one talking about how you haven't done anything. So come on, let yeah. me just have the mall. Okay, that's fine. Keep it. Keep I want to play Apple video games, there? listen to music, and go to the mall. All right, all right. Do it. Still there? Yes. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you went to the mall? During the ice storm because I didn't have power. That's, mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Wait, which mall, Quilla? Penn Square. Ooh. Ooh. I haven't been to Penn in a really long time. Time for Dan's yeah. Myrtle Beach Bowl, North Texas versus Appalachian State. I'm taking Appalachian State, West Tennessee. It's very nice out there. Bow in Boise, Idaho. On the blue field, 3.30 p.m., just where you want to be, right? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's the green wave of Tulane versus the Wolfpack of Nevada. Normally, I would take Tulane just because I think they're a better team, but Nevada up in Boise, I think they've got it. Cold weather game down in Louisiana. Tulane doesn't want to do it. I just don't see it. Hell yeah! Next one is the Boca Raton Bowl, the battle of the old people heading down south. It's UCF versus BYU. I'm taking BYU, unfortunately, on this one. Zach Wilson, probably one of the best players in the entire league. I think he uh, tries to show out before he goes to the league. Hell yeah! LaTeX, the fighting Terry Bradshaws versus Georgia Southern. Don't know much about this game at all, so I'm taking Louisiana Tech. Hell yeah! The Montgomery, Montgomery, Alabama Bowl. Uh, 7 p.m. December 23rd. It's Memphis versus FAU, Florida Atlantic. I'm taking Memphis. Hell yeah! Right in the middle of the day. Houston versus Hawaii. But I'm going to take Hawaii because I just, I think Christmas Eve and Hawaii, that's, they go together. Christmas Day, Camellia Bowl in Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> We've got another one. So it's Buffalo versus Marshall. Marshall was undefeated until a very um, uh, late loss in the season, but I'm going to take Buffalo because they had uh, their running back almost beat Smudge P. Ryan's single-game rushing record of 426 yards in a game. Almost got there. 
We got Coastal Carolina Chanticleers versus Liberty. Hell yeah! I think Coastal Carolina's got something to prove. It's the Chants. It's the Clears. It's the Rockadoodles. Hell yeah! We got the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa, Florida. Hell yeah! Uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. The Fighting Shame Beamers versus UAB. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take UAB on this one. Hell yeah! Uh, another Boxing Day Bowl, the first responder bowl in Dallas, Texas, is Louisiana Raging Cajuns versus yeah. UTSA Roadrunners. I can't remember the name of their mascot, Hell but yeah. I'm taking Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Bill Napier, big big time coach there, wants to show up Hell for yeah. other schools. Hell yeah. Another Boxing Day Bowl game. We're getting to the top here. I promise. Hell the Lending yeah. Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Hell yeah. Western Kentucky versus Georgia State, and I just, I got absolutely nothing. So, we're going to go with the Western Kentucky University fighting red flags. The Cheez-It Bowl in Phoenix. The Cheez-It. I I don't mean to be an asshole, but you guys are depleted, and Derek King is nasty, so I'm going to have to take Miami over your pokes. Texas versus Colorado. I'm going to take Texas just because they've been playing well at the end of the year. Colorado took a big loss last week. Hell yeah! In Charlotte, North Carolina. Dukes Mayo. This is Charlotte, North Carolina. It's Wake Forest versus Wisconsin. I'm taking Wisconsin all day on that one. Hell yeah! Music City Bowl in Nashville. It's Iowa versus Missouri. I'm taking Iowa on this one because I think that they're a little bit more fresh than Missouri. Missouri has just been okay all year. Hell yeah! Armed Forces Bowl, Mississippi State versus Tulsa. Tulsa. I'm taking Tulsa all day, baby. Hell yeah! San Jose State over uh, Ball State um, play in the Arizona Bowl in Tucson, Arizona. Just the Arizona Bowl on New Year's Eve, 2 p.m. San Jose State takes the W against Ball State. Hell yeah! Here we go, getting some better ones. The Liberty Bowl in Memphis. West Virginia versus Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't want to play. West Virginia wants to play. It's West Virginia on this one. The Texas Bowl, TCU versus Arkansas. I'm taking the Woo Pig Suey. And then some bigger ones. We got the Citrus Bowl. We got Auburn versus Northwestern. Northwestern's going to win this one. Auburn doesn't have a coach currently, and I don't think they've played that well. Next one's Gator Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. Staying in the South. Kentucky versus North Carolina State. Sorry, Mark. I'm going North Carolina State on this one. And then Outback Bowl, Ole Miss versus Indiana. Love Tom Allen in Indiana. Indiana's going to take Lane Kiffin out. Here's a big one, the Cotton Bowl. Oklahoma versus Florida. Kyle Pitt's not playing, taking Oklahoma. I just, I know Florida looked good, but we're going to be the homer pick on this one. The Peach Bowl, Cincinnati versus Georgia. I don't like Cincinnati at all. The Classic Fiesta Bowl. And we've got Oregon versus Iowa State. I, I don't. I watched Oregon beat USC the other day. They look pretty talented, but I think Iowa State really wants this W. It looks pretty good. Hell yeah! And then we've got A&M versus North Carolina, which is like what in the Orange Bowl? I'm taking A&M to win this one. I don't think they should be in the playoffs. Hell yeah! I'm taking Clemson over Ohio State, and then I'm taking Bama over Notre Dame. And so then I'm going to take Bama over Clemson and there's the ball. Hell yeah! Put money on it and then I'm going to have to probably make sure that I keep these in order if I don't look like an idiot.
in there. What was that movie where Matthew McConaughey was like a television bookie? Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> yeah. That was the sec- that was the se- that was the sequel. Dallas Buyers Club Two. <laughs> yeah, that was the sequel. I forget, but he was like making bets on TV and it, whatever. Anyway, I think that's kind of what you're talking about. Well, good luck editing, editing that to make it sound good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, no, sorry. No, no, it's totally fine. It's it's a delight because your voice is velvety and tickles the ear canal. So just got to get it out there. Yeah, now yeah. I'm out there. We're all good. Uh, we're gonna- your wagon. Uh, before we transition to the listener questions, I do want to shout out Sean Smith, oh. a listener and a member of our fantasy league that kicks my ass. He has texted me twice about listener questions. It's his favorite segment. He enjoys Aww. the interlude. Dubious. Yeah. <laughs> the interlude. Dubious? Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's, that's a fun that word means to doubtful. say. That means kind of doubtful. I just think it's a fun word to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, you find that dubious? Yeah. So Sean, shout out to Sean. Sean, uh, you're a liar. <laughs> Wow, Ryan's really upset. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I, <laughs> I'm not. I, I made the fantasy football championship right in front of Ryan Drake's eyes, and he won last year. I didn't even know you weren't in the championship. I thought you were in. I do like that you just expect me to be in. I appreciate that. I just assumed you were in based on how you how confidently you were acting. Man, you got to fake it until you make it. Uh-huh. Come on, man. Keep Everybody faking. That. Keep faking. <laughs> I'm trying. And now is the time that we would like to engage with all of you listeners out there in the segment that we call Listener Questions. All right, uh, Trudy from Youngstown. Wow. Uh-huh. Long Trude. ways away. Trudesters. Trude. You haven't heard from someone in a while, and they hit you up. Call or text, which would you rather them do, and it's why? Text and then call. Why? Text to say we should talk, and then we set up the time to talk. Then oh, we'll talk. that sounds frightening. Are you fucking kidding well, not me? Saying, no, you don't open with we should talk. You, well, then you, why did you say that? That sounds terrible. That's the move. You reach out to some, I reach out to people. I'm like, hey, I haven't talked in a while. We should catch up. And I send them a text to say that. And then they're like, cool. Have you ever received a call from someone mm. out of the blue that you haven't talked to in a while? Yeah. It's that happened like a couple weeks I'd be ago. more likely to answer it for sure. I, if I, I, I got agree. a call. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'd prefer a text. Just if it was why? just... Just because I want to read it, I feel like that's nice. Yeah, you want to? You want to know? Never talk if on the it, phone anymore. I, I think, literally don't. I talk think on the you phone. both want do want the option of getting out of it. Is what it is. That's that's the no, thing with the text. That's not what it is at all. It totally. I is. mean, I just don't talk on the phone. I don't like talking. But on the phone. But I would still answer it. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't. It wouldn't be less likely to answer the phone. But I just feel like I'd prefer the text, just because it's just such a shock to the system. When you get the call, you know, I you're know. like, oh man, wow, that's steering to the skid. So I had well, on Friday, my my mom called me, which is normal. I mean, pretty normal. Sounds we, like I mean, it. we text a lot, but like, it's we don't call each other as much. Right. Um, and she called me, and so I knew something was up. And she told right. me that my dog was like kind of fucked up. She was right. sick. She had something wrong with her. She's fine, yeah. by the way. Um, but she was. This was on Friday. She's like, "Yeah, Zoe's acting really crazy, mm-hmm. and like, I think something's wrong with her. She won't. She won't move." And I was like, "Fuck, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm coming." And then she just like kept going. She's like, "Well, we did this, and we tried." And I'm like, "Mom, we don't need to talk about this. Like, <laughs> right. I'm coming over. We'll, yeah. we'll, t- we'll make it right." That's just how I am with the phone. I'm yeah. like, "Just tell me the thing, and I'm coming, and we'll talk about that. it when I get there." We don't need to keep having this conversation. <laughs> I, I have two quick. I have, I have a comment. Actually, actually, it's two two comments and a question. Um, is there any scarier feeling than being in your 30s and getting a call from your parents like after 8 p.m.? Like for no reason, for out of, out of nowhere. Like, no, I don't have that. My mom calls me a lot for dumb shit. It's like funny the because the, TV the call work. would be fine. The text would actually be odd. Okay. See, for me, <laughs> the call like after eight is like, y'all good? You no. know what I mean? Like every, or, or like after nine or something like that. It's like, 
A text, no problem. Think, hmm, you you know, now? calls up to about 5.30 p.m. because you know if it's a call, it's more important. See, they, they're trying to talk right. to you right then. If they text you, they know that there's a chance you well, might not see this Sometimes it's, hey, yeah. call me. And I'm like, God. Damn. Yeah, see? That it's one's brutal. Tough. Yeah. Like the, hey, call me. I'm like, literally, it could be anything. Have you always hated the phone? Did you ever talk? Like, well, no, it's know. like it's really normal. I think it's really normal for people our age and our generation to like never talk on the phone, to keep their phones on silent 24-7. I do. My phone's my ringer's never my ringer hasn't been on in years. I just made myself a new ringtone today. <laughs> really? Yeah. When does your phone ever ring? Constantly. Oh, really? It's constantly. You just blow it up. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. This beautiful lady to your right. We uh-huh. we converse with each other pretty consistently. My good friend Roosh that lives on the West Coast. We can't see each other, so we call each other. I mean, I set I set up phone calls and FaceTimes with my friends. Ahead oh, of you time. sound like a real entrepreneur. I'm just saying that's what we don't just call <laughs> each other randomly and like, hey, but what are you did doing? Did you ever like talking on the phone at one point in when your life? When phones were newer in that technology, yeah. No, I mean like even on a landline, like in middle school or high school oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to yeah. love three-way calling. I, can't, oh. I uh-huh. FaceTime all the time now. That's like yeah. a big one. Yeah, well, that, I think it's more with Family. having a kid. I don't know it was yeah, back yeah, to yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> like anytime I call a parent... And there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> like, I feel like if I'm just like talking on the phone, I like take away them getting to see her. Like if she's there. So it's just more FaceTime just to say hello. Baylor and I FaceTime with my sister quite a bit as opposed to my parents. But, but you, we but see when my you parents. Do, that, do you just randomly call her? Does she randomly call you? Or do you say, yeah. hey, we're going to FaceTime you tonight? No, we just hit each other up. Well, she, I'm not, I, always tell, I always tell everyone what's going on. I'm like, I'm going to call you tonight. And we're gonna no, if thing. you can't answer, I don't take offense to it. If, I Like, I don't assume. If I know. don't know what they're doing if they're like in the middle of the day or something i probably won't facetime but i know that my mom or my dad are just chilling at home for the most part yeah you know i'll be like okay what are they doing like out in the garage like making something i would see and that's the thing is i have a decent idea of what's going on in my sister's life like we don't do it just like randomly what the fuck's up you know well and at first i thought the oculus thing that not oculus the portal portal is that yeah. what it is? The mm-hmm. Facebook, Facebook thing? I was like, oh, that's stupid. But now the more and more that we talk, I was like, yeah, that actually kind of would be handy to have oh, like yeah. a big one that kind of just helps you. But then it's like, that thing's following you around yeah. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. You know it. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I like FaceTime the most, actually. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy it for the most part. Um, we'll FaceTime my parents every now and then. Like if like my dad doesn't know what the hell he's doing on his computer. It's very helpful. Uh, thank you, Trudy. Trudesters. Phil. From Overland Park, good old Philly Wills, Kansas. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure is. Props. What movie or television show best describes or is most like your life at the, the at this moment? <laughs> this moment. Oh God. Mm. There's really not. Oh, they're I'm definitely. Ser- ser- search your mind grapes. You've got this. Your mind grapes. Remember <sighs> berries. <laughs> yes. Mm. And don't now, feel rushed. Be- we can edit. Teen Mom 2. <laughs> oh, my That's fucking... That's a great one, actually. It's a really good one. Keep going. Just, uh, you know, they all had kids, and now they all just, like, live out their lives with the cameras on them with a kid. That's uh-huh. literally what it feels like all the time. Nice. <laughs> I'm watching like that is just on really? point. Yeah, every time. It's incredible. So, what do you feel like, Ryan? I really don't have... I can't think of one, like... Not a single. I would one. say like almost any like mid nineties sitcom, like any like Fresh Prince or Full House, where it's just the Fresh po- Prince, huh? Where it's just like the people. Yeah. Where it's Please, just like the dinosaurs. people. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Fresh Prince. Why? 
or Full House, just any show. Any show. <laughs> the, the dynamics of those two shows—they're the same. The shows are, for the most part, these people are boring. They're just living their lives, and some dumb thing comes up, and they make a show about it. But there's no over. Mm. There's no big overarching like okay. thing. Like, it's not a kid involved. There's nothing I like that. Okay, it's just a boring day to day life, basically. You don't feel like you're in in your Grey's Anatomy stage of your life, like absolutely not. Okay. That's nothing is that dramatic. It's generally right. low stakes, boring. <laughs> okay, cool. Like those shows. Okay. Uh, I feel like Ted and How I Met Your Mother. Mm. Legendary. I, it's gonna- yeah, it'd be interesting. <laughs> I spent a good part of my early and mid-20s just figuring shit out. <clears throat> Not doing a whole lot of dating by any means. Uh, Teddy Boy. That's all he does is date. Well, I mean, like seriously, date. Like... Have have a lot of girlfriends, I guess, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm, I'm getting. I'm, 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 <laughs> you interrupted me like four times, so <laughs> yeah, go off. I ask questions. I ask good, go off, good questions. Uh, I mean, I, I dated. I didn't like. I don't know. I, I'm picky with with girlfriend. I'm getting. I'm getting to a point, Ryan. I'm getting to a point. Ted also. Are you? Or are you buying time by telling me you're getting to a point? Uh, both. Okay. Ted also. Uh, he turned into a professor. So that's something I want to do, and I'm kind of pursuing at the moment as well. I feel that's, di- that's different than what do you want your life to be? No, I, I'm getting there. I feel like I've met the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, and oh. stuff like that. One sent to you right over there. Mm-hmm. So that's why it, it feels more like that. Maybe a year ago, I would have said the office when I was going to the FAA office more often than not because uh, it was just weird and i, I would like the look office around, hits home you know? every time like it's just yeah, very relatable you know? to the work experience here three years ago uh when or like four years ago when Emilio was living with us i would have been i would have said new girl if it would have felt more like new girl <laughs> like just three random and not right. random roommates i mean we all know you know and just figuring it out so that's just that's all i'm saying is like it feels like that stage why full never house at any point have i felt like i had a uh, fresh print stage i'll tell you that well i just feel like you're the you we just started in different directions like you took specific characters you're like i'm like ted i was thinking i don't think i'm general. like ted the the reason i feel like this is because of the character ted is like, i was thinking overarching big picture like shows the point mm-hmm. of the shows i mentioned is that nothing really important happens and that's just kind of where i feel like i'm yeah. at right now but it's that's easier why. to like say in hindsight right like it that just feels like where, like I was saying, like five years or even a year ago, would have felt like The Office, or further th- uh, seven years ago, would have felt like Greek or Atlanta. Even honestly, like six years ago, even so, right. it really is easier in hindsight to look back and be like, "That's why this applies." You know, it's. I mean, it could have been many, many different things, but at this point, like looking at everything, it's like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. Getting a little older changes the dynamic yeah, of the show yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's what might that, be. That's, that's all I'm saying, right? I, I, the show is jackass that's the end <laughs> good show edgar from henrietta oklahoma of course uh who was the basketball player there the super tall guy it was troy troy was from henrietta yeah, yeah. i got a sign i got a signed OU football by troy Aikman. do you really i do they had that entire national championship you team. know who i'm talking about baylor 84 drew whitaker i don't know he was like seven feet tall they're the fighting hens that's 84 right fighting hens uh I OU? Think so, or 85 yeah. You know 85 for about. sure i have a signed football from that team and troy yeah, was on it for a minute it was like drew whitaker or something drew hay hayward haymaker or something like that i don't know he was like 610 when Hardaker? he was drew Hart, no no that's chance Hardaker. big country Uh-oh. we're gonna start Reese? <laughs> it was a kid who Shattered the rail? early 2000s went to henry uh henrietta and then moved to santa fe and he was like 610 when he was 14 and on the cover of espn magazine from oh, wow. here yeah so uh, that's what i always think of brian henry yes <laughs> Working on railroad. High school with him. 
Uh, you, okay, Edgar wants to know. <laughs> NBA legend Brad Henry. <laughs> you can re- Brad Hank. You can remove one source of stress without any negative repercussions whatsoever. What do you get rid of? Source of stress Ooh, to get boy. rid of. Yeah. No, no repercussions. Ask your question. Because like, I feel like mine, the thing I've been dealing with, especially, which is crazy in quarantine to say this, I'm sorry ahead of time, but like... Too much work? Just not enough time. I'm so... Yeah. I feel like I've got stretched too thin. My days are like fucking scheduled for the, at least through the end of the year. I've got too much shit going on. And I don't know how you would take that stress away without like bending the space-time continuum. Okay. Mm, so <laughs> you would like time not to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time management, I guess, is probably a skill I need to learn, but yes. That's all right. Well, no, the busier you get, the more stress you get, for sure. Yes, I'm the that's what I'm worried about. the exact same way. Man, I don't know. It's take out a, I'm trying to think of like a super big stressor that would just be I'm gonna, the greatest to take out. I'm going to just get number one draft pick off the board, COVID. Yeah, I was just thinking about being able to just do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah, yeah. No, you know. I mean, no negative repercussions is the big one. Yeah, there. just like COVID's gone. You yeah. know, it's like, oh, did anything bad have to happen for that? No, it's just gone. You know, I would like that. Oh, um, uh, you know what? Fucking doing it. I know this sounds stupid, but doing just, the dishes. Yes, but I was gonna go even di- a little bit deeper than that. You guys just know each just other. Just having to be on that same continuum, and I know it's cathartic for some, but if I just didn't have to, like sometimes, like do the dishes and clean things, yeah. like back to back to back to back, like every fucking day, it would just make things so much easier. Yeah. Can I tell you? Uh, and it, it wouldn't get dirty. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. When it, yeah. Can I tell you a secret that I'm not proud of? Of course. Please. This is embarrassing to admit, but it's also something I'm kind of... It can't be that embarrassing. It's, well, something that Bo only recently discovered when something came up with the dishwasher. He's like, oh, did you change something in the dishwasher? And I was like, Bo, have you ever seen me use a real dish in the entire time that I lived here? Because I do not. Everything, paper plates, plastic, everything. You're like Jack Nicholson ever as good as it gets. Absolutely no Is it a germ thing? Or a late... Oh, so no, it's a dishes thing. Wow. I just don't want to do them. I'm the same way. Yeah. That's I'm why every, for years way. I did my own house. It's nothing. I mean, I, I have, have dishes for if I need to. I have to do this shit by hand. Dude, it sucks so bad. So your carbon footprint is just off, off the it charts. hundred percent. That's incredible. That's I, okay. But it's not a germ thing. No, but it's something I'm like 30. I'm like in my thirties and I probably should just so you, you know, know how dishes. to like, you, have to, man. you know yeah. how to do the dishes and like work a dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not bad. I just don't want to. That's fine. I get. I'm, uh, hey, buddy, Same, get it, dude. Totally Same. get it. I think uh, the unique relationship between eating healthy and f- finances. I would like to eradicate. A good one. Eradicate. Yeah. Healthy food is expensive. It sucks. Yeah, dick, man. Like it really does to eat. It really incentivizes just like going to Taco Bell. Yeah, everything does. Everything yeah. about our society incentivizes. Don't think about anything until the moment before you have to do it. I and w- it sucks. I, I wish that, that fast food places had, were more like Brahms, that they have the grocery store inside. So you totally. can go, you can say, oh, I'm actually just going to go get a salad or mm-hmm. some organic food at this fast food place rather than getting a burger always. That'd be a nice thing for everybody to do, to give that option at least. Dude, I, totally, I totally agree. The it, But it's, it's just so, people don't talk about it enough. I mean, I mean, I'm sure people talk about it more than I'm giving it credit for. You know, <laughs> I mean, I've Googled like healthy fast food options a ton of times just to figure out. Like, it's insanity. Yeah. Even even it's if you go low, <laughs> even if you go low calorie, it's usually an, an insane sodium amount, different things like that. I just uh, it, it is so 
one, it has to be intentional and the intentionality is also just such a, it hits your pockets. Like, and if you're up and down, like if you're a freelance student, you know, like got a kid, different things like that. I mean, it can be, it's, it's a hard thing to do consistently. It's like yeah. the Del Taco and Possible Tacos and stuff that they're all coming out with lately. Like all the plant-based stuff. It's have like, y'all had a, the Impossible stuff? The what? Have y'all had Impossible Yeah, that meat? stuff's not like for like, that stuff's like for people who are vegan and vegetarian. Yeah, but that can help you with your, yeah. you need to eat healthier rather than get something I mean, it's bad. still, there. I mean, they're not that much healthier. Yeah, well, that's my point. Is like, do you get Impossible Taco from Del Taco? It's oh, probably no, not great, no, no, you know? No, no. If you're going to go to Del Taco, you might as well get whatever the right. fuck you want. You gotta want. get the nacho cheese fries, man, yeah. with the jalapenos is what you get. <laughs> Would either of you do? You, do you all see yourselves going vegan? I can see Ryan going vegan. No, I don't no, think I so. Can't. You know, I can't. I like meat too much. Couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm obsessed with uh, meat. <laughs> I love meat and meat whiskey. So much, hey, that barbecue show uh, you you recommended is amazing. American Barbecue Showdown. Yeah, yeah, but American Barbecue <laughs> Showdown. It is fan fucking tastic. Yeah, so it's great. It was, it was very good, very enjoyable. So watch that. Uh, let's see who's this from. Anonymous in OKC. <laughs> I hope it's the hacker, the great OKC? hacker. Yeah. We wow. found him. Yeah. We found him. HQ Damn. and OKC. Is money the best currency we can exchange for something or what should it be instead? Mm, this one just warps my brain too much. Because Wait, what else even could it be? Time. Like Bitcoin. But I spend money to save time. So give me money and I'll use it to save time in the future. Gold. Yeah, but it's, it, so there's not a, it's the standard for time, like time is not equal right like time i value time more than money right now okay i mean that can change but if i do something and you pay me money i know that in the future i can turn that around to to spend that on something that's going to save me time on something else okay but what if you're not guaranteed a next source you know source of income or anything like that yeah like i guess what are is there a better way to do it like the barter system you know, for one, like doing, burning man, that's what they do. Yeah. Doing trades and different things like that. Uh, this is like uh, socialism or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck us. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I, I just think we, we, what is it? We have dollar bills cause we say they're dollar bills, you know, like yeah. we save money is money cause that's what we say it's worth. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with Bitcoin, like the way it's changing and like what it, the U S dollar and what Bitcoin can be worth in 20 years from now. Yeah. Maybe that might be something to look at just because of how much it keeps going up. But I um, think, uh, give me gold, strike gold. I've heard, uh, I think it's Andrew Yang. I've heard talk about this, um, something to the effect of like community service could count towards like, you know, X amount of hours towards community could count for like a card or, income that gets you so being more like altruistic and like being yeah, serviceable. yeah like if you give back you know it, like we should incentivize giving back like to the community and that way we're doing different things for each other like doctors are actually helping the like you know sick people um it's not strictly based on who has what insurance or can get in what network or who has x amount of money it's more matched based on needs but I mean, it's complicated. Well, obviously. it's like you could go full Mad Max on them. Like it is water. Yeah. Now currency because See, that's, that's the thing. Be the environment the dictates thing. the currency, right? Like, like you said, right now. I mean, currency and attention are time. Or, or, or I mean, excuse me, time and attention are currency right now. You know, that's just how it is. Like you said, you pay for your time. You pay for the convenience. I do that. I do that shit all the time. You know. So, but if it's an apocalyptic hellscape where it's really hot 
water's currency, right? You know. Uh, well, I got one for you. The okay. question, but the question was. No, I, I understand what the question okay. was. I'm sorry. I Go. got one for you. Be having, being more anonymous, and I feel like being able to get away from certain things and not be as locked in. Thirty years from now, I think that's going to be something that's worth a ton. I think being just the more anonymous, more off the grid that you are mm. 30 years from now, that's actually your digital be, footprint. Yeah. Like you, if you are like, you're going to be locked into every single thing. Your facial recognition is going to be in every single country. And the, the more that you can remain anonymous in that sense is going to be worth a lot more. Okay. Whereas Why like people, that? well, I just think that it's just everyone does that and it's so easy to do that and everyone wants to make money off of like our behaviors Mm -hmm. and you know what our eyes do when we see an ad right our facial recognition they want to see that and the more we can pull out then that becomes more rare right in that sense and so you know i feel like people want my opinion on on something about that because now i'm kind of pulled away from it oh okay so i think that'd be worth it so like kind of the inverse of what's happening now yeah okay that's interesting i really like that uh Last question comes from... Do you think you'd be able, if you had that and you were kind of off the grid, you could then like almost sell yourself and your info for mm-hmm. a much higher amount than a normal person could? Yeah, for sure. I love that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Because you'd already be like so non-congruent like with an, everyone I remember... Else. Okay, this kind of goes back... This is all kind of related. It goes a little bit back to religious stuff, but... There awesome. was a du- there was a dude I think it was last year who died on like a mission trip because he went to some island mm. of people that have never been off of that island. Like these tribe of people live on this island. They've never not been on the island. They don't know that the world exists. All they know is like tribal life. Mm-hmm. They barely know how to make fire. Like that's it. Right. And some dude went to like try and preach at them and they killed him. It was like a big thing. And I remember my buddy Alan telling me that when he was in church that like trying to convert uncontacted people was like the biggest thing you could do for your religion. It was like a huge deal because those people were like brand new. And so I feel like that's kind of what you're saying. Like if you were so off the grid that like if someone so pure, could get to you, yeah. it would be a huge deal. Yeah. Hmm. Otherwise I, otherwise I've been on record as saying like, take all my data. I don't give a shit. I have nothing right. to hide. Make it as convenient as possible for me in my life. You can have all my data. I think we're screwed. You know, Line up. we're already just feed you the slop. You're good. Yeah. Awesome. 100%. You're just a little like capitalist con- yes. consumer piggy. I love yes. it. I love it. Me too. Me too. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I think people need to be more honest with themselves. It's not that bad of a situation. I it's mean, not I, bad. Everyone, like, everyone, like your data, they, they quote unquote, sorry to be like DJ Khaled. Yeah. They have your data. Like who gives, who gives a shit, right? Like, I care that Facebook does. I hate them, man. I hate their ass. I just don't care. I, I agree don't, with that. I don't think I care. They enough. have a face too. I just hate Zuckerberg. I hate the way they do business. Everything they do is just so. Well, it's the easiest awful. place to probably direct whatever hate you have towards the general concept. And it's kind of abstract to pinpoint, right? Like it's not the easiest thing to be like, Oh, what I hate is the overconnectivity of everyone. Because I feel like if I'm even trying to take a break or like whatever million reasons you have for hating being online too much, whether it's looking at people's profiles or feeling like you have to reach out to people or be doom scrolling. Yeah. Just the worst. Like, Hey, I'm like, man, I've been looking at Twitter way too much. I click out of it. I'm like, Oh yeah, Twitter. I click right back on Dude. it. I'm like, whoa, I, I'm just, I'm screwed. That fucks me up when I do stuff like that. It, it really does. Even it, like having a mild understanding of perception and tension and stuff like that. It 
fucks me up. I'm like, that is so out of my control right now. Yeah. It, it really irritates me. The worst me. part about it is when I have 10 seconds to myself. If yeah. I have got two minutes to myself, boom, right on the phone, onto like scrolling. Rather but than, why do you hate that? Because I would rather be using so, it on something else that like I, I'm not like I feel like I'm addicted to something in that moment. I'd rather just go like let's just say that you are, let's just say better. that like okay, Dan's addicted to doing this when he has free time. Is it really that bad? Like okay, so I I do have a counter that 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 it could be bad. Um, and I again not a new thought. This is something I heard on a podcast with Sam Harris, one of his more recent guests, and it was talking about distraction and boredom. <clears throat> and I was talking to Bailey about this the other day, and they were basically saying how boredom. It's not extinct, but it's becoming more extinct, more obsolete because we have the opportunity to have the information we want, reach into our pockets, grab whatever, right? Like we don't necessarily like have to stand in line for 20 minutes and just stare at the back of someone's head. We can be more or less at least stimulated if if not entertained. Okay. So boredom is slightly, slightly getting going extinct. Uh, maybe that's an extreme way to talk about it, but it is. But on the other side of that, so is our tolerance and resiliency to when we are presented with boredom, right? Like, you're, so you're talking about that feeling, like feeling like you're addicted, like that's feeling like, no, I don't, I, I can't fucking do this. I don't want to do this. Like, why would I not look at my phone? That's not a fun feeling, like to feel like you're not in control. So I see like how inhibiting that resiliency response to boredom, you know, because that's uh, a lot of creativity research is, talks about how boredom kind of um breeds it you know like it, it, it allows your thoughts to your your mind to relax and kind of go more abstract instead of focus on a certain stimulus or whatever right if i'm just sitting in my car doing nothing like for five minutes straight to tiktok because if i'm like waiting I'm, on, I'm just scrolling tiktok boom that five so they minutes, talked about how gone. the more difficult thing to do now is to single task is to say this is all i'm going to do like I'm just going to drive from here to here. So I'm going to put my phone in the glove box or I'm going to put my phone in the trunk. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a nightmare and it shouldn't, it really shouldn't. When you think about that, like again, Ryan, like I totally agree. It's like, why, like, why does that sound like a bad thing? It doesn't on the surface, but when you think about like, why should it, but why should I feel like I can't do that either? Like that sucks. I don't like that at all either. I don't like the lack of control or the idea of, if I were in a situation where I had to be alone with myself for 30 minutes with no stimulation, like I would have a panic attack oh, to some degree, you know, I would, well, those moments are great. Like I still, I meditate <laughs> every day. I go to the float chamber and float for an hour every day, complete sensory deprivation. Yeah. It's great. I really? don't, I've never, I never feel like, Oh my God, I need my phone right now. Right. And that's a skill. Again, that's a skill you build though. Right. Like not everyone takes that time to be mindful every day. You know, like people are on their phones, like, more than you more than us you know they're more addicted than we're even alluding to you know and stuff like that like you're i would i would venture to say like you are probably the exception to the rule when it comes to like being mindful like self-care like people talk about it but they don't necessarily talk about like self-care being a a way of reducing yourself to being comfortable with nothing that, that that's that's a hard thing to grasp like you it's out you, you're comfortable like with meditation and you've done sensory deprivation so you get the concepts that's hard shit that's it wasn't easy in the beginning i guarantee you that two things yeah. first yeah. the sensory deprivation i need to hear more about and okay. then the other thing is uh, you know to grace point i think you're very disciplined in that area like the kind of mindfulness like uh running and drinking the water and you know meditating whereas you know I guess I'll just use myself as an example. I've 
you know, I always want to get to that point and I always hit a block, you know, where I'm just like, I need to be doing something better with this time right now that I have to myself, but I end up on my phone and it's like, I need to figure out how to just not be as addicted to going to well, Twitter easier to talk. Like if be, it's not something, if it's not something super, I guess the, like we're, as long have, as we're having fun. this conversation yeah. right now. You haven't like got on your phone. You haven't just like cut me yeah. off or ignore me to get on your phone. Right. So yeah. it's like you have, so it's like, it's there, but like, if you're just in your car and you have nothing else to do, like, why not get on your phone? It's not, oh, that yeah, problem. No, that, it's not that's a problem. Fine. I'm just saying whenever I, I mean, there's times when I don't want to do that. That's the thing. And And, I do it. And it also, that habit, the not wanting to habit, it does bleed into other things. Like just cause he's like, we're very intentional with what we're doing here. Like this, you know what I mean? And like we set the time aside, we do this each and every week. But I mean, like if this was something we did every day, like it was a class or work or something like that, or we did it for a little bit longer, you know, if there was a 30 minute segment where Dan and I were talking about the good old times at OU, like, you probably slip you on your phone or something, you Just know what it. I mean? Or if you and I were talking about something <laughs> that like had nothing to do with Dan, there's a better chance that he's going to pull his phone out, even if he didn't fucking want to, you know? And it's again, it's That'd a be out of, like awkwardness. It's a battle for your attention. <laughs> and the way to satiate your attention, the easiest is to reach for the thing that like has everything. And that's your fucking phone. It has everything, yeah. you know? And that's the thing is like, it's not a knowledge problem. We have all the information in the world. It's a discipline problem. Cause that's what it takes is like, mm-hmm. you've dove into your new business. Like, it's all you relatively focus on, I, I would imagine. You're doing very well with it, right? Like, it's going well. It's a, you're not fragmented doing different shit, you know? Like, again, you're disciplined in that area. Things are going well. Like, it, it, it's, it dissipates for a lot of people at different times. It's hard. Like, social media is a bitch. I love, like, I, I talked about last week how I love going to class. I love it. You know, I love school. There's times in the middle of the most interesting lecture ever, like, I'll feel myself reach for my phone, and I'm like, nope. You know, and I, right. I have to catch it and it's a weird feeling, you know, I overwrite it, but it, that just talks to the automaticity of it. And that's, that's the thing is when you start noticing like how automatic it is, that's when it's annoying. You're like, I didn't, I want to be more intentional about it. I, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. So sensory deprivation, what yeah, and how? Dive in. What would you like to know, Dan? Uh, do, you, do you like go to a different dimension? Like, do you feel like no, that? No, 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 no. It's really relaxing. It's, I mean, it's, have you been to any of those chambers? Like the place that like, oh, so I go to, I've, I go to I've float seen spa. them and it looks like amazing. So I go to float spa and class and curve. This is time. Mean, they're great, but oh. I'm sure they're being do you have like a places. membership. Huh? Do you have like a membership or what? I have in the past, but I don't right now. I just How much go, does like, it cost? Like one float is like, I mean, it depends on when you go. Like right now it's big, a lot of holiday specials, but like one, gotcha. generally one floats like 80, 75, 80 bucks. Gotcha. Um, and you just float in this. I mean, it's complete salt water. It's really warm mm. and you just float. You can, you, you can choose what you want to wear. If anything, I, I mean, you got to go naked. I feel like that's the move. It's Excellent. like a big bath, right? Yeah. And, and you I mean, just fuck of it, right? I mean, I think I'm kidding. Super I'm sanitary. Ki- buddy, I'm kidding. I'm um, kidding. But yeah, I mean, you you just float. I mean, you have the options. You have lighting options. You have music options, or you can just go complete darkness, no sound. That's what I do. Nice. And uh, do you, you just your, float. You can meditate. I mean, I do a lot of meditation stuff. In do there. you hear your pulse? Like, do you hear your blood flow? No, because the water still makes noise. Oh, okay, okay. Like, if you move, I mean, if you move even a little bit in the water, it's deafening in there. It has to be. Sounds yeah. extremely peaceful. It's very peaceful. Um, do a lot of meditation, and you'll start hallucinating. Not yeah. like a not like a trippy like no 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 for sure acid way, but you'll start yeah, seeing yeah. things where you're just like. There's one in Minnesota where it's a chair in a soundproof room but it's soundproofed in the way that like even if you move the chair you don't really hear it so all you all you hear is like 
your bodily functions. So you feel like you're floating. You like, don't even feel your body. Mm-hmm. So like if you were to move your feet or something like that, like the floor is soundproofed enough to that, like it won't, if you were to stomp, it would hear it obviously. But if you're like accidentally just moving and shuffling around, it doesn't pick up those sounds. So all you hear is like your pulse and like your temple or something, or like your breathing, like it would be so much louder and amplified, kind of like you're talking about with the water and stuff. And I, I've wanted to do something like that. It's, it sounds cool. So they're cool. I, I definitely notice when, after I do it, I do it about once a month and like the day that I do it and like the day after I do it, I'm so much more chill and relaxed and people, so like people notice it. My, mom, like, my parents oh. notice it really they're just like you seem good i'm like i feel great i got me a float in (laughs) yeah do you think you could replicate whatever you get from that from something else do you ever get that feeling from anything else certain meditations like um like sound bathing things like like what now sound bathing how do you do that that's where you have to i mean there's like specific like there's like specific meditations you'll have to find that are like sound bath experiences. I think but it's I know literally just like for me, you literally just, there's one on the calm app for that's that Sigur Rós made. And like, you literally just lay down and it starts just kind of a guided meditation, but it's kind of it eases into just being Sigur Rós music. And so you meditate when you lay down, lie down. I've never, for done that it. I do. Like, okay. Okay. For those I do. Okay. Hmm. And, uh, like the sound bath thing just really, is it really kind of like calms a, you down. Like it kind of hypnotizes you in a way kind of yeah i mean it just makes you feel like you're floating because you're laying down mm. and it's happening and yeah but it's like like a guided meditation that kind of it starts takes guided you to that and it, it starts guided and it kind of like eases into just music mm. yeah very interested in all that that's very, very, i want to try, try it out yeah i really just do guided stuff i've done it on my own longest i've gone 30 minutes you know but just picture just my big pop belly just floating yeah just <laughs> all, my, all my hair's floating well, there's also for, so forest bathing is a thing that i have not done but it's very similar where you just go yeah it's basically meditating in a forest but oh, i saw fun. that on the calm tv show on hbo yeah i haven't seen that yet but my like, favorite places to meditate that there's two out on the couch on our porch outside or in my car like right after i worked out it is a treat mm-hmm. that is a wonderful way to like, i would be way it. too distracted to do it in my car i think Oh, see, that's why I like it is like, it's kind of a, a fucking test. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I moved from yeah. doing it in my room, doing it outside, different things. Like I've, I've tried to increase the sound and different stuff sometimes. So I try and notice like it come and go and not like get too stuck on it, but mm. it varies. And I mean, it's obviously been harder with COVID and shit. Like, right. With yeah, you should get on the be. Calm app and like, look at yeah. some of the stuff they have. I feel like the, the one they had, the sound bath they have is a very good, like it has entry a, level. Uh, I do waking, waking up. up. Yeah. 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 I tr- you know, I'll try to meditate usually when I'm like outdoors and I'm like in a spot where I've got like 10 minutes to do it. I'll, I'll actually th- think about it and do it just cause I like the sounds of outside. I can kind of get more into it. It's just, I'm always like either in the car or around other people or in an office. And I just hate doing it in the office. I know it's good to do it sometimes in there just to kind of take it, pull away a little bit perspective right. wise, but you just get too in the thick of it, you know, sometimes you right. can't pull out. <laughs> if you could, uh, last, last listener question from Ben from Ponca city. If Oklahoma? you, Oh, of course, buddy. Ponca city, PC, Ponca the one and city. only can't clone him. <clears throat> if you could implement one habit immediately into your life with like, it, it's already a habit. What would it be? One habit. Mm. Like you woke up tomorrow and you're like, yeah, I actually, make jambalaya every tuesday you know Um, probably like stocks trading stocks like being really good at that like that's a skill yeah 
and then okay. being able to like do what's that the habit the what's the habit though checking it and just always like, looking okay. at it and always being on top so of like it. waking up spending an hour doing stocks well like i have a habit of looking at my fantasy football like every right. tuesday to go check waivers that's stocks and so yeah in, mm-hmm. in a way but if i wish i could do that on a higher level with a little bit more moolah involved so you could make more money but. i have a stock that i invested in in I want to say March. It was or May ish. It's the first stock I've ever invested in. It's like an eighty-seven percent increase. Wow! How about that? My Facebook stock. Just why I'm fine with them having my data. Nice, yeah. nice. That's great. I got another IPO. Their IPO price was like eighty bucks, and now the stock is up to like over two hundred. Wow! Speak on it. That's excellent. <laughs> I didn't buy it. My grandparents bought. We I mean, still whole, whole situation. Still. Yeah. yeah, that's something I'd like to do. That because I feel like that'd be a good habit to have. What about you, Ryan? I mean, this is gonna sound. If I'm thinking like regular, I mean, it could yeah. be easy to be like, well, my hat would be make a million dollars every yeah, week. Yeah, no, no, I'll give it that. Like normal that. stuff. And this is going to sound, this is funny that you actually said that like I'm very disciplined because the one thing that I can't do and I struggle with the most and the one habit I wish I could have uh-huh. is going to bed and waking up at the same time every day. Okay. I just won't do that. I, I don't fair. set alarms. I stay up way too late and I don't set alarms. You and I have a similar um, habit. I would like to read 30 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. And that's something I'm going to try to implement, but that I think that doing something like that, making going to bed kind of ritualistic to some degree will, uh, will, will help that. Cause I, I mean, I'm pretty good about, uh, as long as I'm in bed before 1230, I will go, I'll wake up by like seven 30 or eight. I may lay around like chill, get on my phone, read a little bit and then, you know, get up and start my day. But I mean, I'm pretty consistent with when I wake up, when I go to sleep varies. And I think what I do before I go to sleep really, really matters on that front. If I had a superpower, it'd be going to sleep. I'm really good at going to sleep. You really are. I can just like snap it, go to sleep, whatever time I want. That's crazy. And then usually I wake up to pitter patter, little feet coming to wake me up. How's that been with having a kid? Like, was it difficult to adjust to that or? The, The first part was awful. It was like being like not on this planet really yeah because be, there'd be times where you'd be like 20 hours no sleeping and then you get like two hours here yeah. and there and just kind of napping just delirious delirious and just annoyed and stressed and it's crazy not knowing what the hell you're doing yeah, at yeah, all yeah, yeah. just completely no control and so yeah that did it but then just getting her times up and went from five to six to now seven which is nice, nice. so yeah nice. she goes to sleep pretty well too oh yeah so right now she's going to sleep by every <laughs> Every night for the past like five nights, she, I go in there and she grabs my head, pushes it down, and then just starts stroking my right earlobe like, like this. Cody LaPlante, just like Cody LaPlante. <laughs> she just keeps just does this until she crashes. Just crashes. really, it's the weirdest thing. And she'll be like half, she'll be half asleep, just pulling on my ear, just pulling the crap out of it, and just like, and then she'll just you'll just just the release, and then she's out. I don't know. So, so no, what do you what, what do you do during that? Do you just, sit just are you like try, on your phone? I no. I try to keep one <laughs> eye, one eye open because I have to keep. I have to do this thing with her where she. I have to. I've learned to not pretend I'm asleep because right. she gets, sees right through. I have to do the slow eye blink. Got you. I have to do Got that because then she looks at me and she starts doing it, and Got when you. I get it, and then she's done. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's been a, a, a sleep thing. That, that's a, that's an adorable way to end the show. So, shout out to Shiloh. Uh, this thing is going to air on Tuesday, so happy day after your birthday, Bailey. I love you. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bet. Goodbye. One, two, one, two, three.
This is actually pretty good, by the way.